0: Welcome to the new WellMed Radio, a service of Well-Med medical Management. Over the next half hour, WellMed Radio will educate you about the health and wellness of adults everywhere. Co-hosts Dr. Joshua Beck and veteran broadcaster and attorney Ron Aaron will share information to improve your health and well-being. Here are Ron Aaron and Dr. Joshua Beck. Well, thank you so much, and welcome to WellMed Radio. I'm Ron Aaron. Dr. Beck is on a special assignment today, and we're delighted to welcome a pinch hitter who has been on the show before as a guest. Her name is Tamika Sanchez. She is an RN and works with WellMed as a special projects nurse, earned her RN from St. uh College here in San Antonio, and her bachelor's in nursing from UT Arlington, and she's been with WellMed for about... Three years, and it is great to see you again.
1: Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here.
0: So, tell me, what does a special projects nurse do? A little of
1: everything, which is kind of the really cool part of my job. Uh, it allows me to do all sorts of things for WellMed, like doing this, like being in your presence. Uh, this is one of the special things I get to do. But I, I work with a lot of different initiatives that are going on throughout the enterprise, and it's just it's a fantastic way to make an impact in healthcare. And I'm not even at the bedside,
0: so it's kind of nice. Now, I know you go into some of the senior centers.
1: Yes, I have been there before, definitely helping with, like, the education programs there.
0: And what kind of education do you like doing?
1: I like doing a little bit of everything. Um, I feel like the more knowledge you have, the better you can really make a change in your life. Uh, there's nothing wrong with learning something. We all can learn something new every day. True. So um, one of the um, things that I really did, I partnered up with uh, the San Antonio Fire Department. We had talked about that before. To bring a fire safety pr- course to the, uh, to the seniors in San Antonio.
0: It's interesting. I have three little kids, a six-year-old twin boys and an eight-year-old daughter. And every one of them has asked, uh, Mommy, Daddy, we need to do a fire drill. Yes, exactly. Because so they important. do them at school.
1: Yeah, exactly. And we just got finished with Fire Prevention Month, so it, it's very important for all of us to know one how to get out of our house, what we need to get out of our house with. Um, especially for seniors, one of the things that was brought up is make sure you have a card of your medications because you're not going to be able to go to the bathroom and grab all of your pills. So have a card like by your nightstand that has a list of all your medications on there in case you go to the hospital. Yeah, that's
0: good advice. That's very good. Very good. Well, speaking of advice, we're going to go to our. Well at Radio Hotline, where uh, Cassandra Barnes joins us. She is a registered nurse, has a master's degree, resides in Houston, Texas. Graduated from her with her bachelor's in nursing from Prairie View A and M University. Her master's is from professional is in professional counseling from Liberty University, and her comprehensive nursing career uh, involves many aspects of both clinical and administrative nursing. Her current position: Senior Clinical Coding Consultant. Cassandra, welcome to WellMed Radio.
2: Welcome. Thank you for having me, and I count it a privilege to be with you today. Well, thank you.
0: So what in the world is a clinical coding consultant, and what do you do?
2: I know it seems complicated, doesn't it? Uh, but what we do, uh, we're, we work in a department called DataRap, and what DataRap actually is is the program that is proprietary to uh, WellMed, to Opto, that analyzes patient data, um, there, uh, various aspects of their medical history, various aspects of their lab values, and it, it looks at a comprehensive view of the patient. And so what we do in Data Wrap is our primary goal is to help the physician provide better, more strategic um, care. And also, um, focus more on healthcare prevention of the progression of the, the major disease processes that the patient may be dealing with. So it's really, um, what we're doing is really trying to help the providers provide better care to the patients as well as capture those more high risk cones. Um, a lot, and so as they're looking at that, they're able to, Get ahead of the game, so to speak, with those high risk codes to try to help the patient optimize where they are, prevent hospitalizations, prevent ER visits, and to better overall better treat
0: the patient. All right, now think about this for a moment, and what I, I'd like you to share with us an example of how that might work. Let's say I'm your patient, I go in, I'm being treated for whatever. Uh, tell me then how you can. Uh, looking at the data that uh, surrounds my uh, visit or my hospitalization, how you can turn that into better care. And if you've just joined us, you're listening to WellMed Radio on 930 AM, The Answer. I'm Ron Aaron. Delighted to have you here. Our co-host, Dr. Joshua Beck, on special assignment today. And we are delighted to have as our co-host today, uh, Tamika Sanchez, who is a nurse with WellMed. So when you think about it, Cassandra, uh, how do you help me? get better care?
2: Okay, so when you're looking at a patient, a patient may be seen by various providers. So you may have a cardiologist on board, you may have a nephra. You may have all of these various disciplines. You may have a patient that reports to the emergency room um, for a reason that the primary care physician may never know about. What rep does is it compiles um, health data across the board of the patient. So it's pulling information from that hospital stay, is pulling information from what the cardiologist may have inputted that the primary care physician may know nothing about. So what we do in our process is we're basically scrubbing all of those records. Um, you have patients that may be diagnosed with a disease process that the primary physician never knew this patient had ever been diagnosed with. So it compiles a lot of information so that they can better treat the patient so so that these diagnoses are not falling between the cracks. Um, We're also making sure that these diagnoses are active and not just historic diagnoses. So you may have a patient that was admitted into the hospital. Maybe they had an elevated blood sugar or something going on. Related to a urinary tract infection, so that's not really a true diabetic patient. So say, but it it's gonna it may show up as that as a potential diagnosis. So when that patient goes to the premier care physician, because we have captured that risk, then they can further test to make sure that whether or not that diabetic actual diagnosis. Or if it was just the elevated blood sugar based on this patient, for example, maybe having a urinary tract infection or some other disease process that may be triggering that. So, Tamika, and what do you so, think?
0: Hang on just a second. Uh, Tamika, jump on in here. I
1: think this is um, great because definitely quality is something that is um, a hot topic in healthcare. We want to make sure that we're meeting all the quality measures and providing the best care without spending. A lot of money and misdiagnosing. We don't want to uh, have a lot of unnecessary testing. That's another big issue in healthcare: is unnecessary testing. So I think it's great that um, we have someone like Cassandra going through and making sure that our providers know exactly what is going on, what disease processes are there. Uh, it's all about communication.
0: So, Cassandra, you never actually see the patient, right?
1: No, we don't actually see the
2: patient. We meet with the physician. The primary care physician, in particular, we do we do not meet with the specialist. We only meet with the primary care physician huh. and their healthcare team that's present in the office. So yes, we do actually go to the office, but we don't meet with the member in in particular.
0: So tell me about some of the feedback you get, where uh, because of your work, uh, you've helped a uh, PCP primary care physician do a better job of. Diagnosing and analyzing what's happening to their patient?
2: They actually, for the most part, are very appreciative because, again, we have been able to capture codes that have been missed. Or you may have codes that were previously captured in active, in active diagnosis codes, but they're longer at the, the present time. So what we allow them to do is go back and revisit some of these um, issues that may have occurred history, just to make sure that they're still not occurring or not exacerbating, um, and it kind of gives them that roadmap. So they are very, very appreciative, especially when you're looking at those high-risk codes, which is basically the codes that we address. Um, they are approximately 9,000 high-risk codes.
0: When you say high-risk, you mean stuff that will kill me?
2: The things that will exacerbate your health condition. So we're looking at your diabetic codes, looking at um, high codes like HIV, uh, cancer codes, these long-term codes that may not be terminal codes, but they can um, impair your physical condition over the long term. So you're looking at your respiratory codes like COPD. Um, asthma, bronchitis, <clears throat> these high-risk things. And so if we can be- better help the physician to better manage them on the front end, then it prevents or it at least delays a lot of those long-term complications that patients um, and keep them out of the hospital, that, which is one of the main goals that, that we'll address.
0: All right, now stay with me just a minute. I want to uh, take a quick little break here. We're going to come back to you. And I want to find out a little bit more what you mean by codes. Who puts them in? Where do they come from? Uh, And uh, how often are they incorrectly uh, put into the system? I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, pinch hitting today for Dr. Joshua Beck. Delighted to be with uh, Tamika Sanchez. And we were talking on our WellMed Radio hotline with Cassandra Barnes. What makes WellMed so unique? Just listen.
1: Clinicians here are part of the community. We're treating our families.
0: She listens to me and figure out what's best for me. He recommended a medication that immediately solved the problem.
1: It's changed my life a lot.
0: Keeping older adults happy and feeling their best. That's WellMed. Learn more about WellMed, our doctors, and our preventive care services, and get healthier today at WellMedFindADoctor.com. We are so pleased you are with us here on WellMed Radio. I'm Ron Aaron, Dr. Joshua Beck, our co-host on special assignment today. And we're lucky because we have Tamika Sanchez with us. She's a nurse with WellMed and does a lot of work as a special projects nurse. We're talking on the WellMed Radio hotline with Cassandra Barnes, also a nurse. It is Nurses Day here on WellMed Radio. And Cassandra's involved in coding, uh, trying to be sure that patients uh, have what the doctor says they have versus on paper something different and how that affects diagnosing them down the road and Cassandra we were talking a moment ago about uh coding and and whether coding errors occur. do we do we miss things that patients have Uh, how, how do you know if a coding error has been made
2: okay so our process is it's very great at addressing that So what we do is we provide the physician a communication tool called an attestation. On that tool, it's gonna list the high-risk codes. When I say codes, I mean the specific diagnosis that we have captured from various entities uh, related to that patient. So that physician then in turn has the opportunity to make sure that every one of those codes are correct. So they have the ability to either agree or disagree with the code. They also have the ability to further test to make sure that that code is accurate. So we send them what is called the attestation, and there's a code on there that they did not diagnose. They don't know where this code came from. could have been picked up from another specialist that could have been picked up from a hospital stay. then if they're not for sure that that patient has that code, they will not address it. They will, uh, at the patient's ne- next face-to-face visit, they will either do whatever testing or they will do whatever they need to do to either confirm or not confirm that code. And that's another great thing about what we're doing. We're streamlining this diagnostic process because making sure that those codes and that patient's record are not only accurate, but that they are accurate, that they're current, and that they are actually affecting that patient's health status at that time. Now, in the the old
0: days... The doctor would have a sheet of paper, and he'd check off X, Y, or Z, or the nurse in the room with him would do that. Uh, Today, are those codes all entered electronically?
2: For the most part, yes, because um, most physicians are moving to some level of what we call electronic medical records. And so you have physicians that are still on paper, and they'll be moving over electronically over the next I would say a few years, but yes, you're right. You do have a lot of physicians that um, are still on paper, and we have a nurse that actually goes out and reviews those paper charts and pull those codes, what we call data mining. She's looking for trends, she's looking for the accuracy of codes, and she's looking for um, assessment data. So we're, we're doing everything we can to make sure that that medical record and those diagnostic codes are indeed accurate.
0: Now, we know that uh, Medicare keeps a close eye on billing. They want to be sure that uh, providers aren't either overbilling or underbilling. billing uh, yes. Now, do they come in from Medicare and take a look uh, at, at the coding and billing?
2: Absolutely, they do. And this is why we make sure that we've gone an extra mile to make sure that those codes are accurate. We do not code anything that we cannot absolutely justify as being an accurate diagnosis.
0: Yeah, because otherwise you'd go to jail.
2: (laughs) Exactly. And we don't want to do that, nor do we want to lose our license. And more importantly, do we not want to have the insurance companies having to pay Medicare money back? So... We want to make sure that our records are accurate, that we are capturing the codes because they are tied to reimbursement. I mean, this is a business, and so that is accurate. That That is another reason why we do what we do. But more importantly than that, we want to make sure that this patient is cared for us the best way that they can That they're treated to the highest level of specificity that they can be. And that when their records come under scrutiny, that they're accurate and that the um, health assessment data validates the codes that the physician is confirming.
0: Now, I don't want to get too far into the weeds, but uh, people being people, I suspect there are some providers who are better at coding than others. And do you have a, a, a school you send the bad ones to to say, you need to get better at this?
2: No. Well, what we do,
0: we're so comprehensive. This is a part of what
2: my job is, is we go in and we educate the providers. We have a whole system of educational products that they can utilize to help make sure that their codes are accurate. And we have various layers in place to validate and make sure that those codes are accurate because they're not certified as coders. As um, nurses in our department, we all have to be certified. We're not just registered nurses that have a background. We actually have the the next level of being certified as certified coders. So we instruct the physicians through various methods on how to make sure that those codes are accurate. Right, I want Tamika oh. to
0: jump in here real quick, but first, for those of you who may have just joined us, you're listening to WellMed Radio on 930 AM, The Answer. I'm Ron Aaron. Our very special guest, Cassandra Barnes, who is a registered nurse. She's over in Houston and works as a senior clinical coding consultant. And our co-host today, Tamika Sanchez, a WellMed registered nurse who is pinch-hitting before Dr. Joshua Beck. Now, Tamika. <laughs>
1: Mm -hmm. Thank you. Cassandra, I was wondering, uh, Ron had given an example before when the patient comes in um, and we're talking about if, you know, a lot of times a patient will come in um, after maybe a hospitalization. uh, I know with WellMed, we're asked to bring that patient in within three days. How quickly... Uh, do our coding consultants, um, how quickly do they work with that provider to make sure that the codes that are provided maybe during a hospitalization or from a specialist are in line with what's in the assessment or in the chart?
2: Okay. Actually, though, th- that, that um, process is working immediately. Our data mining system is coding and pulling codes all the time, pulling data all the time. Once that patient comes from the hospital, those records are uploaded to the system. Our our software is pulling that data almost immediately. When that patient goes to see their physician face-to-face, that visit is uploaded to our system generally within 24 hours, 48 hours, somewhere in that neighborhood. Then, we immediately are looking at that data to make sure that that data is accurate. And so our system is continuously updating and pulling data to make sure that we're as accurate as we can with the code.
0: You know what's interesting, and I was just thinking about this, Tamika. if the wrong code is in there, you may be treated for a disease you don't have. Exactly, and and that's
1: kind of where I was going with that. I mean, not only that, but maybe something is missed. I mean, Cassandra's talking earlier about maybe a high blood sugar uh, related to a urinary urinary tract infection, which happens a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. So if if somebody goes in and says, "Oh, well, now they need to be tested," they they're on this trend of let's test for A one C, you know, make sure which is a test for diabetes. Exactly, you know, and or let's kind of let's run this test. Let's you know go and do this scan. I mean, we're talking about. Thousands and thousands of dollars that are being misused, so um, definitely um, I, I think it's great that it's just so
0: quick and that it's you know it's instantaneous within 24 hours. So are we tied in at uh, uh, WellMed with the electronic medical records at hospitals? Is that how you mine that data?
2: Yes, yes. and we're, we're having that, that data um, is being uploaded through a different system, and I won't get really technical with it. Um, it's not the exact data rep system, but it's a, dis- a different electronic system that communicates with our system, mm. and we're, we are able to get those records.
0: How did you learn all this our stuff?
2: Patients, you know, on our, our particular patient group. And um, so it is very – and, again, these codes are being validated. So if it pulls something, that physician is not just going to treat it because it pulled it. They're going to make sure that their assessment data lines up with Good. that diagnosis, especially if it's a diagnosis that they themselves did not um diagnose
0: so Cassandra, so, mm-hmm. how did you learn all this stuff?
2: <laughs> I have twenty five years worth of coding and case management all across the line of I've worked for almost all of the major insurance carriers over the years, I've done hospital concurrent review, I've done insurance side. And so I have a strong background in coding itself, although I have not done this particular aspect of it. So it's just another layer of what I've done. I've been a nurse for over 30 years, um, but it's another layer of kind of what I've done for the last twenty-five years or so.
0: Now we got a couple minutes left before we jump out of here. Uh, I, I'm curious. Uh, we've been talking about uh, the coding. Who actually puts those codes in? Uh, is it the, the the provider? Is it the hospitalist at the hospital? Is it the nurse who who literally puts that data into the system?
2: The physician. The only the physician. The nurse practitioner the physician assistant or the DO. It has to be one of those disciplines because we as nurses are not licensed to diagnose. And so it has to be a professional discipline that is licensed to diagnose. They're the only ones that can actually diagnose or input a code. And then we come on the back end to validate and to make sure. And even when we find a code that is not accurate, we can pin what we call pin the provider with the accurate code and he can either agree to it or disagree to it.
1: I think that's a good point, um, especially with this with data apps, because the codes that Cassandra is referring to are diagnostic codes, because there's there are so many codes out there and people, when you just hear codes, it's it's not the, you know, it's not just the procedure code because we have those also, but this is a diagnostic code. And so yes. it's very important to know that this is coming directly from the providers um, and not, oh, the, you know, the MA will be, uh, you know, we did this procedure in the office. And so that's a code. That's not what this is about. These are diagnostic codes. So it's important, one, for the patient especially um, to communicate with their providers make sure that they tell them everything that's going on and I love the fact that our clinical coding consultants validate based on what's in the chart based on assessments based on testing so um, that the patient knows that they're getting complete care. How many total codes are there
0: Cassandra?
2: There are over 9,000 high-risk codes over what we call 83 hierarchical conditions categories, which we call um, HCCs, so 9,000 plus over 83 categories, so and,
0: that's a lot of codes. That's a lot of codes. My friend, Dr. Robin Eikoff, who was the first co-host, actually, on WellMed Radio and is very active and involved in teaching and in data reps, uh, she's memorized all of them, and she's got that kind of oh memory. So if you sit Robin down, and you've got a code book, and you say, all right, Robin, 87 7 zy She'll tell you what it is. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. It is amazing. She is good. Yeah, it's, it's a cocktail a- party game. <laughs> yes. yes for, real. <laughs> for a small group who understand coding. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I, I'm flat out of time, so let me quickly thank you for coming on. It's been fascinating. And Cassandra Barnes, we really appreciate it. I'm Ron Aaron along with our co-host, Tamika Sanchez. We'll catch you next time right here on Wellman Radio. Thank you for listening to WellMed Radio, a service of WellMed medical management. We welcome your emails with suggestions and comments on this program at radio at wellmed.net. And please be sure to tune in next week for another edition of WellMed Radio.